approximately 1,000 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, King David had secured his kingdom. And he was really grateful to God. God had taken him from the fields of Bethlehem. He was looking after sheep. Taking them from there to the highest realms of leadership, the king. And therefore, when we receive great favors from God, well, we should give thanks, and that's what David did. He went to give thanks to God, a prayer of thanksgiving. And he said in this prayer, Lord, I want to build you now a temple temple for you. And that prayer was filled with great fervor, great things he wanted to do for God. God heard his prayer. And he replied through his prophet, Nathan. And he would tell David what he would do for him. A lot of times, you know, we, we think that we're um, I mean, we do good and we do this for God, and, but we can never, ever outdo God's generosity toward us. So God, in this chapter, establishes a covenant with David. It's a kingship covenant. And all the previous covenants in the Old Testament that he made with Adam, Noah, Abraham, Israel, through Moses, etc., they find their fulfillment in David. David's existence was not haphazard. Our existence is not haphazard. It was key to God's plan. Our existence is key to God's plan. And God will always surprise us because God is the God of surprises. We often heard that saying, you want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. And he will laugh in a good way. So the prophet Nathan told God, told David God's plans, and he still had no idea to what degree God would take this. As I mentioned, David had said, I will build a house for God. And God said, I will build a house for David. And that house for David meant dynasty. The person to be front and center of that dynasty would be God himself. A thousand years would pass from this apparition, this, this vision that David had would have to pass and much chaos would have to occur, chaos due to sin and betrayal, for it to come to fruition. Though there was many, there was much tragedy, it would not topple God's fidelity, his promise to David. God is always faithful to his promises. We because of our human weakness, we drop the ball. But he always is there to take us back. 
And that's why we can sing forever the goodness of the Lord as we responded today in the responsorial song. God has established his covenant on the rock of his love personified in Jesus Christ, which endures forever. There's a saying, and I've used it often, all good things got to come to an end. The gospel today and always introduces us to the opposite. All good things are now beginning and will never come to an end. The angel Gabriel went to Nazareth to Mary, who belonged to the house of David, the dynasty, who was betrothed to Joseph. Nazareth, small, dinky, itty-bitty town. So insignificant was Nazareth, it seemed, that even one of the disciples, Nathaniel, when someone went up to Philip, went up to him and said, we found the Messiah, he's Jesus of Nazareth. And he, and he said, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Are you kidding me? That's how backwards and small and insignificant Nazareth was in the mentality of the Jews. But that's where, that's where the angel went to Nazareth. And Nazareth, actually a little, little history here, was settled by a community known as Davidites after the exile of Babylonia. They chose the name Nazareth, which means little branch or shoot. So 600 years before the birth of Christ, Isaiah wrote, in 11, chapter 1. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And it's the Blessed Virgin Mary in Nazareth that shoot where the fruit begins. In her womb, the fruit is from her faith and obedience to God's will. Remember this, what the angel Gabriel said. Nothing will be impossible for God, and nothing is impossible. As long as we are faithful to God, His miracles work when we follow His will, because He is always faithful. And may you experience this Christmas season God's faithful love in a new way in your hearts.